0: I'm thrilled. I'm about to have a two-part podcast series with Maddie and Tay. We had so much fun and so much goodness and soulful inspiration and just talk about journey, what it's like to be a woman in the music entertainment industry, how they stay grounded. They're each so different. Maddie and Tay both have a different way of expressing themselves. Tay is more introverted and Maddie is more extroverted and they have figured out this way that works for them and they talk all about it They talk about how important it is to be real and authentic. They're going to share all about their new music and why this is the most personal album they have ever made and we're going to do it in two parts. So here is part one of Maddie and Tay. Hey. 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 Hey talking hey what's on your mind she's on the inside she got the scoop on the ones to watch on the ones that's hot no one can do it quite like caroline It's Caroline Hobby, and welcome to my show, Get Real, from the Music City capital of the world. In each episode, I get the real story from the most inspiring, interesting people in Nashville, Tennessee. I have done everything in the music entertainment industry. I was in the trio Stealing Angels with two top 50 country charting songs, a finalist and runner-up on season 22 and season 24 of The Amazing Race. You can currently catch me on CMT's hit show, I Love Kelly Pickler. I am an entertainment news correspondent and host for the TV show. Nashville Insider, and my podcast, Get Real with Caroline Hobby, was featured on iTunes New and Noteworthy and charted on iTunes Top 200 Podcasts. I'm also married to the smoking hot front man, Michael Hobby, of the number one chart topping band, A Thousand Horses. So buckle up and get ready to get real with me, Caroline Hobby. Welcome to my show.
1: So excited about to Maddie Maggie, today. I love these girls. Talk about empowered
0: women. That is them. We're going to talk about everything, real life, touring, how they do it all, what their soul's calling is, how they found it. Maddie, tell you, oh my God, I've been wanting dinner interview this forever. I'm Girl, how you doing? Good. Hi. You so
2: excited. I'm so I am just drinking podcast. coffee. Wait, this is a cute mug, too. I really need a day between Saturday <laughs> and
1: Sunday. <Thank>
0: you. Why <laughs> haven't <you>? <laughs> <laughs> they
1: invented that? I That should totally know. be a thing. Like, hey, can we create a day between Maybe a matinee day? I'm going to take Yes, totally. And it's yeah. just a day of Sorry. relaxation. I know, just lounging. Comfy. This is a comfy couch. <laughs> I love this. Oh, hey, you know what? Yo. <laughs> Did you film that? when she gets down that slow-mo. We really need a day. <laughs> I watched it on so many. It's, it's really Monday-ish today, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. No one's it's coffee it's and everything. Monday oh. How are you doing? So good, you guys. I'm so This is our first podcast. that We've never done oh, yeah. One, but it was like one of my goals this year to do some podcasting. Are you serious? Yes. It's and I get to do your first one? <laughs> no. And I listen to yours all the time. Like right before no. I get on flights, this it's like I haven't downloaded the new ones yet because I'm not flying out till like Friday. But the new ones I'm going to be getting on Thursday night and making sure that I have them, girl. Oh my gosh. I listen. I listen. The last ones were Mallory Urban and Jessica. Jess yeah. Southern. Yes. I don't even know her own Just. Jess Southern. Just, Hang, yeah, but just others. Totally, totally. <laughs> but yeah, something. I just listened to those and I love them. <sighs> I, I just you do really well at your job. Like Thank this is you. really this is the perfect thing for you to do. Oh
0: my gosh, I appreciate Real. that, guys. I feel Y'all, like
1: as, as women, we like should do that more. Like remind each other, like <gasps> you're doing a really good job. Well, and that is I'm, I'm so glad you bring
0: that up yeah. because I have been on a soul searching mission lately, just Amen. trying to figure out like what am I contributing to the world? Right. What can I bring to people? That would inspire them. That I have access to, and I'm like, okay, I'm already doing these podcasts, interviewing the most interesting people. But really, what my fan base is is women. Most of them, totally, and they want to know about empowered women, right? Right, and how you do what you do, and how you like find your calling, and the real life struggles
2: of what looks like empowered women, like the behind the scenes of what it takes to become. Yeah,
1: because Instagram, it's like, oh, talk about Instagram. Perfect and lovely, and it's like, wait, no, she has terrible days. Sometimes you look in the and you're like, girl, you are not cute. What is going on here? I know. Get it together. (laughs) I know.
0: I feel that way all the time. Mm -hmm. The other day, this is when I realized that my audience wants to hear about real life women stuff. Totally. Because the other day I posted this video on Instagram and I was I, vac- I, was, I pretty much vacuum every day. And I was just oh, like vacuuming oh. in my underwear.
2: And I posted <laughs> a picture
0: of it. But then I thought to myself, I'm about to make every other person feel like total shit if they don't feel like they're vacuuming their underwear for their man or whatever. Oh, like totally. You know, because everyone's like, oh my God. I like, just- trying to be sexy on yes. yes. chores. Yeah. But I, I was that. I showed, then I was like, okay, I have to show the other half of this. And yeah. I sat down and I showed like all my fat rolls because I'm getting eight pounds. You hush. Just <laughs> you like hush. recently i have gained eight pounds. Which is totally fine. But I was just like, here's the real life yeah. of vacuuming a your underwear. Eight it's not right in time. I love and that. And I got 200 messages in two
1: hours. I've never gotten that in my whole life. So I was like, this
0: is what people want to talk about. Real yeah. life stuff. I'm
1: so oh. with you. Like, I love, like, the surface stuff is so boring. Like, I love just, like, getting in the soul. Like, Tay I had uh, this. <laughs> how did you explain it? The <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I've known Maddie for seven years. We've known each other for seven yes. years. How old are you um, guys? Because
0: y'all are so young and so wise. 22. 22 but we'll be 23 So July, we met.
2: We were, like, 15, 16. Yeah. Like, she was 15. I yeah. 16. I was about to yeah. turn 16. And, you know, we've known each other for seven years, but it's, like, every day we learn something new about each other because that's just how it is. It's basically like a marriage. Oh, for sure. Beyond and marriage, when, really. Yeah, <laughs> totally. so every day you just, like, learn a new quirk or learn a new whatever. And so it's taken, Maddie, probably, like, several years because I like to think of myself as... A unique bird. Please. Okay, how so? Explain <laughs> oh, that. What does no. that mean? <laughs> she, yeah, she makes fun of me because I call myself unique and not straight. No, she live. called herself weird, and I said you're unique. Yeah. You're not weird. Oh. So it's unique. Hey, no, tell me why. I mean what that? makes I, you unique? I, I'm a very private. Like even though what I do for um, a living or a career is like very public. vulnerable public. and open, and yeah, public. I'm still a really private person. Even with me, and even um, I have to like cry oh, yeah. stuff out Like of her. And she's like my closest yeah. friend. And I've known her for seven years, and so you'd think, but I'm still just like really, really private. But Maddie's like that kind of friend that, sorry, I gotta set my coffee mug down. For this. <laughs> yeah, cause it's <there's> a whole, <laughs> She's that kind of friend that, like, no matter how hard you don't want her to be in your heart. I want her to be in my heart, but like, see my heart. She just like takes these pliers she's like, and <laughs> just like, like a crane, just like, and open. just like, I get one arm in and she I'm just, like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. She can reach anyone's soul. Like oh, there's you're so many people that have said that about her, but yeah, I, I
0: just wiggle my doing. way
1: into people. So y'all
0: kind of yin and yang. I, I, yes. I want to I talk to you about that because I feel like a lot of women do have a hard time opening up. Like what yeah. is it that when, when is it being vulnerable? Is it like putting yourself out there? Like, because you know, people can be so harsh and like Absolutely. the feedback or having, letting someone in and giving them the ability to judge you on something that maybe you don't
2: want anyone else's opinion on. Yeah, I it's the, a little bit of all of that. Just knowing the risk of, okay, I'm about to tell all these people, this is what my heart looks like. How are they going to receive that? Are they going to like it or are they going to hate it? And, you know, people are very open about their opinions and how they feel. And sometimes it's not easy
1: to make shut. And they be mean.
2: Exactly. And it's not easy to shut those things out. So I think that it's a little bit of all of that, just like the fear. But Maddie and I have gotten to the point where, you know, the People that like us are gonna like this, mm-hmm. and those that don't totally. I feel that's like you've opened up I, a lot the past year, too. It's, She's opened up, so much. yeah, just everything we've gone through with our career in the past year has definitely taught me a lot about just being secure and myself, and the things that I go through mm-hmm. are just gonna make me better. And
1: asking for help, I think that's yes. another that's problem women do not do. Okay, talk to me about that. Oh my gosh, okay, I have I had to figure that out the hard way because our first year, like out and about, like. Because you guys came onto
0: the scene and y'all came in with Girl in a Country song yeah. and blew this world up. Oh, I mean, sweet truly, because right? that was the first song in this bro era, which for all you guys listening, I don't know if people outside of Nashville know this, but there's yeah. like this bro thing happening where right. all these bro, it's like the bro club. It's, yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about just, that and how your song changed that because y'all really did something very different. that was probably very scary to put out there.
1: The interesting terrifying. part <laughs> yeah. with Girl in a Country Song was when we turned that song in, there was a couple people in the industry that told us that it could not be played on radio, and no one would ever play it, no one would ever support it, because it was too much. It was like... basically you're saying... Yeah, where we were just like, hey, every chick in these songs that are being played on the radio are in some bikini, they have, they're not saying anything, they just look hot, and all the music videos is these freaking girls with perfect bodies like climbing out of the lake and i'm like what the frick like is that that is not real like let's let's absolutely. be real here and then absolutely just like doting over the guy and i'm just like ew that it's just ugh, but just, it's
2: crazy because that conversation alone someone looking at us and telling us that grown country song could never see the light of day. Could have stopped our career right there Exactly. That we could Especially because like,
0: you're so young, so new, so yeah. impressionable at that and we time. we were 18 exactly, when we yeah, wrote this song. Vulnerable and like probably naive. Probably some guy told you that, didn't he? Yes. Yes, <laughs> some old dude probably told you that.
2: <laughs> and so someone looking you in the eye when you're just like wanting to impress everyone and make a, a print on this town, which is so mm-hmm. hard to do, we could have just said, okay, you know what? We tried. We're going to go home. But instead mm-hmm. we were like, no, we really think this message needs to be heard. So, oh, yeah. we so did y'all push it? for
1: it? Oh, yeah. We played well, it out in well, a round. We, yeah, we played it out a round, and then we got a record deal. So it was like – I mean, yeah. this is the thing. There was mixed feelings where it was like there's some people that were like, don't play it, like that's going to be a mess. And then some people were like, ah, just try it, whatever. So we – I mean, and then when we started playing it out, like before we got on the road, there was times where we were we were in a writer's round with men that, you know, had written songs like that, and it was so awkward for them because it was like we played this song, and they are like, oh, crap. Like yeah. my song is totally like – just making a woman look like just a little side piece. Like yeah. a, she's not valued. And you know what? I'll tell you, and I turn on country radio now and we're not the reason for this. I think there's just so many conversations that have been started the past like five years mm-hmm. about equality and empowerment for women and everything. But I haven't heard any of those songs in a long time where I just felt like as a woman because like my thing is, is I'm such a country music fan I want to be a fan of all the guys all the girls yes. a fan of everyone but when I would hear these songs you know like four years ago when we wrote girl I was like I, I don't want to be that I don't want to be that chick because I have not something us. to say yeah, yeah it's unrealistic I want to have value I don't just want to be some little because I don't look like the model in that video I don't relate to you know what I mean like And And that's not what you're going for. You want to go
0: for your talent. You have a message. You have your brain. Totally. So you guys wanted to show your empowered side. Totally. Which is sometimes hard to figure out. Like, I know in my 20s, I would get so much praise and I would be sexy. And I actually had a friend, a young friend of mine that I just had lunch with the other day. He's, like, making her way in the music industry. And she's just naturally very sexy. She loves to dance. Right. That's her thing. But it's like, what, how do you navigate that? Because... That whole being sexy and being empowered, I mm-hmm. think you can do them both. Absolutely. But it is, like, back in how it used to be, the voice mm-hmm. club is,
1: girls are sexy, that's it. Yeah. And you really, we don't really care about what you have to say. My advice mm-hmm. would be, in, or at least the way that I, so I don't really give off, like, a sultry vibe. <laughs> I'm more of, like, just a friend like a very like friend zony vibe with guys but like a bro yeah like i'm kind a of friend zone-y. but with that stuff i would say like pick your moments so it's like if you, if on that, a yeah. red carpet, you feel like, you know what? I, I really want to feel sexy. There's been times where I'm like, you know, I tell our stylist, I'm like, I want to, I want to feel sexy. I want to feel like a woman. And like, I don't really have a ton of curves, but I just want to show, you know, like not, you know, show everything. Just I just want to feel, feel good sexy. and feel sexy. But then, you know, like when we walk into a radio station and, you know, most of country radio is really great about this. Like it's not, we haven't ran into it as much as most. We've ran into it a couple times, but When I know that we're going into a radio station, it's a business thing. It's like, this is our work. I'm like, I'm not going to have my boobs out. I'm not going to wear booty shorts. Because for me, I don't feel sexy that way. I feel sexy when they are listening to what I have to say. Right. And I feel sexy when they are, like, really grasping the message. So it's like, no... Distraction. Yeah. No when to... um, like know what your sexy is for each environment. So it's like that is, with yeah, your man, it's like with your man, it's one thing. With your girlfriends, it's one thing. Because like her and I, we were, like when we went to Jamaica for the show uh, that we were doing. It was like a thing for a radio station. We, I was like, girl, I'm gonna wear a bathing suit. I'm gonna have my booty cheeks out because <laughs> it was like you know there wasn't a ton of people. It wasn't businessy or anything. But when it was time for business, it was like yeah, I want them to pay attention to my brain. Not and my body. I think to also echo that, that and play a little bit of devil's advocate because there's two sides of it all
2: yeah you know for women because I'm very much on the same side of her as where I feel most confident when people are understanding me and I feel like they're listening to me and viewing me as you know an equal and not as a sexual being yeah but for some we for some women it's you know they want to rely on their sexuality and they want to rely on their attractiveness and their looks and that's totally fine yeah and I think if that's also the route you take being comfortable and just knowing that your strengths and what you choose to put out there just rock it like don't put it out there and then take it back yeah Yeah. yes and and like own what you are whatever it is if it's your sexuality if it's your writing if it's your Mm -hmm. singing if you just want to play guitar like whatever it is just Stick to that and know that mm-hmm. that's your strength, and don't be afraid that that is your strength. Right, right. And yeah.
0: that also brings me to another thing I really want to focus on, which mm-hmm. is soulful living—like living, like living yes. from your soul, feeling oh, like oh, you are yeah. living so your much passion.
1: It is harder. I feel that way because you have to dig in every day. Yeah. How, dig how in. do you
0: do that? Okay, so explain to me because you girls have been through so much. You've been, you've, you've top of the world superstars, and then you've seen like transition. You've seen totally. everything. It's been <laughs> which is what this industry is, and oh, everyone just sure. sees the highlight the but now with Instagram, I actually feel like people are getting to see more of the real yeah, stuff, which totally. is great. But totally. how do you find, how do you get to your soul and live from your soul every
2: day? Like, What are your techniques to do that without getting lost in this mm, world? That's a great question. I think for me, the way that I recharge in general is my alone time. And I also find that my alone time and being quiet with myself is also how I reach my soul. And you're just able to listen to your own thoughts with them mm-hmm. which I think is important because we live in a society where it's very easy to be persuaded or pressured to think a certain way or have mm-hmm. a certain opinion totally. and you kind of forget, wait, what is my own opinion on this? Do I even have a feeling or is it, Swayed by what someone else thinks. So I think just taking the time to listen to yourself.
1: Totally. Well, and see, I'm opposite. So yeah. we've done like see, the enneagram and the myers side. What are y'all? So like, who are you guys? Okay. I did the enneagram too. I'm
0: number two. I'm the helper. Okay. What are you? I'm number four, the romantic. So I'm like yeah. an Ooh, emotional. My boyfriends
1: are romantic. <laughs> so yeah. Are. He's a four. He's
2: a four. Gosh. And she's a nine. I'm a nine.
1: You're but a peacemaker.
2: So,
0: yes. She so she's a peacemaker. My yeah. mom made me like our whole family take the enneagram, uh, and then we all had to compare. It changed my life. It
1: changed my life. It has. <laughs> So, yeah. for me, I'm, like, so extroverted. And, I lo- like, this is how my soul gets filled. Like, you get re- talking yeah. about this. So, like, the way that I, like, if there's something wrong or I'm, like, hurting or something, if I talk to someone and I, like, talk it out, I feel great. Like, our manager, Haley, she has been one of the most influential people in our career and just one of our favorite mm-hmm. people to be around. But she... Um, has this system with me where she knows when I'm upset and so she's like let's just talk about it." like I'll just call you blah, blah, blah. and I'm like oh no you're busy and then I just like talk it out and she's like then oh then you you're good you're good you're not having a meltdown you're totally good no breakdown and I'm like oh yeah I just needed to say it just I just needed to get it out there you have a backboard but, but someone, someone who I- has good knowledge yes and I love like getting like I feel like when I get to know someone else's heart I like get to know mine a little more too oh, like yeah. with how I, I see that
0: you know what I'm saying absolutely because like, yeah. you see similarities and you're like
1: oh okay this yes. is this is soul living totally we're connecting on this yeah heart what is your level. thing I'm curious because I want to I want to integrate like I need to do alone time I'm just really bad at it because I love to be around people I don't like being by myself Very needy. (laughs) Fours
2: are are interesting. (laughs) Fours are are a
1: handful. Fours are
2: a handful, but I envy you guys because y'all, I don't know if every four is this way, but reading you alls obviously I I read on it just to know my boyfriend better, but um, (laughs) it says that y'all are very comfortable. Not comfortable. Comfortable is the wrong word. But you are aware of your feelings. So aware of my feelings. Exactly. And see, as a nine, I'm like... Oh gosh, I push it away. It's like it doesn't exist. So I envy that side of you guys. I think that's so impressive that you're able to look at your heart like and be you like, "You
1: know, I am feeling this exactly." Because I don't start don't shy away from it, acting some kind of way, and I'm like, "Why am I acting like this?" And it takes like, this is a like, my. This I'm not. This and is that's not another thing. Can break that down because I feel like so many people do that. I do that too as a four.
0: Yeah, also. But it's like I can easily figure out what somebody needs from me. Or if someone has a very big personality, I can yeah. easily be like, okay, this is your personality. How can I fit into your vibe?
1: Totally. But then right. I lose myself. So I'm trying not In to do that. Yes. Yeah. I get like that too where like I want to accommodate or like I just – or like for example, I won't I won't like say names. But we went and played this show like a week ago. And there was like one guy that had like a really big personality. And he, and he meant well, but he kept just doing like weird stuff, like saying real – weird things. And so I was like, how can I like not make you look so uncomfortable because you are being uncomfortable but like how yes. can I make it to where this isn't as awkward as it actually is like you know right? what I mean? and so I feel like I'm always trying to accommodate that like even if it's someone else is being weird I'm like oh, yeah if someone's saying even if I'm
2: saying something
1: like and she's like well,
2: what she means is yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like oh thanks <laughs> thanks for <you're laughs> yeah. that like, I just wanted your message to get exactly mine. like she's really good about but
0: that. the part of me is like why am I trying to cater to everyone like totally. why can't I just walk because we're women I know mm-hmm. why do women do that what is that know. They, what Maybe it's that. like a motherly M- My mom was like us. that, too.
1: Like, she caters to every single person but herself. But now, she is, you know, in her 50s. What happened in her 50s? How did she... What She went through a lot of stuff. So, my grandfather passed away in February and so her dad yeah her dad and so that kind of she's just been through a lot like her brother passed away really tragically a couple years ago and um, she's She's just she's just a tough cookie and she's super mom and super wife and just like always extra mile every everything she works full-time and like has a huge position at an oil and gas company in Houston. So she works with, like, all men. Like, it's, like, her and one other woman. She That's just it. handles it. She's just the best. But growing up, I saw her and, I, and your mom, too, because yeah. she's the same way. But they, your mom just does so much. And dads do a lot, too. But, but like, women can multitask
0: and do it all yeah, at the same time. Totally. Men can do, like, one thing.
1: And the thing is, like, men... I feel... Or, like, with my dad, he can do one thing so freaking perfectly. Okay. Like, kill yourself. So like, put so much focus yes. in it and crush it. And then yeah. mom does, like, ten things and, like, five of them are great. You know? Because yeah. there's five other things that she just doesn't have time for. You right. Know and and then that's why women are always, like, spinning plates and ooh, stress. all the time. so many hats. So many, so many hats. hats. Totally. Do you feel like with your husband, like, you have to, like, delegate where it's, like, okay, I have literally 15 things I need to, like, just... Like, can you do this? Can you do this? I know I normally do it, but can you do this for me?
0: With Michael, it's really interesting because he's an artist, obviously. Right, Wait, so. what's his Enneagram? Mm-hmm. He is a seven. <gasps> okay. That's good. That's gotcha. a good yes. vibe, right? Which is that. great because he is the good time guy. Mm-hmm. He What is the seven called? It's a the, called, um, uh, not the achiever. The, it's like adventurer or the, something. Yeah, oh, okay, totally. Basically, it's like basically they, he wants to have a good time. All the time. Yeah. If he can avoid hitting on to heavy, deep topics he's going mm-hmm. to, he will go into and Like, I will force him to go but down the rabbit hole. And that's why you work driver. so well together. Because I basically force him into therapy with me every day. Yeah. Because like, oh, I just yeah. chatted out with Like, uh-huh. not me split. as a the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let <laughs> me I help you. That's why
1: I'm, like, for me, like, I'm like thought about going to therapy because I like I just hear amazing things and it could just be I like, did go to
0: therapy and it changed my life
1: see I That's feel great. like I need to do it I'm but a at great the therapist. same time I'm like I talk so much about how I'm feeling to people like it's like my dad's kind of my therapist my mom she is yeah but I need to like actually do that one day you but should. Michael Why and I, I went to therapy day?
0: together before we got married we went to therapy together because we went we were together four years we broke up two years and then we got back together and I was like I pre or was pre-marital? it oh okay. and then we eloped and so I was like, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> yeah. we got, okay. We'll talk about that next. Yeah. But I was like, I had helped myself so much with therapy because I was going like every week for a year when we were broken up and he was like growing in his own way. But I was basically like, we're not getting back together and going to do this. If we don't get our heads, right. Totally. totally. So smart. The therapist is amazing. Cause she broke our personalities down to three people. She's like, oh. you have your wounded child. And her name is Susie, and she's at the estuary. Everyone has the
1: wounded child. You have the wounded child. What
0: happened to you when you were a child that, like, imprinted you, scarred you, like, hurt you so badly Uh that your middle chair manipulator is trying to avoid that pain at all costs? So your middle chair manipulator is spinning plates, trying to never touch on those hot buttons. But then you come over here to your third chair, which is your truth chair. And that's just the truth. What is real? The facts. Wow. The facts. And so oh, she wow. would make Michael and I go through all of our stuff. Yeah. And then she'd be like, oh, you're talking from your first chair. So we'd have to go sit in the first chair. And she'd be like, now what would your truth chair say? And she'd make that's us amazing. go walk and sit in the truth chair until we could figure out what our truth was. And that that's was so, so helpful. helpful. It was wow. so helpful just to, like, realize I have so many people up in been here and most of them are crazy. <laughs> but here's the truth. I mean, the way
2: you... Ca- Compartmentalizing to me is like, it fixes everything. Everything. Like, totally. When you're able to view things as they are in different, so it's not just one jumbled mess that you're looking mm-hmm. at. That's and you're so not smart. just like
0: chatting. You're actually yeah. getting tools to help yourself. So you're like, oh, I'm in my middle chair manipulator. Totally. And we'd do yeah. that. We'd be like, oh, you're in your middle. You're in your middle <laughs> you'd chair still do now. that. now. Totally. We don't anymore because we've gotten so good yeah. you now. Just right. like living right. this life. That's awesome. Yeah. But we'd be like, in the beginning. We'd be like,
1: oh, you're in your middle chair. Totally. <laughs> oh
0: shoot, I'm in my middle chair. I know. And then I you'd be look like, forward
1: to doing that. Like, I really want to do that whole thing because I've been with my guy for seven years. Should go. And they, yeah. I know. and they yeah and so all have a similar story yeah so we were together in high school for a year uh-huh. broke up for a year and then got back together and it was like on like okay. we were like and how, did you, how
0: did you handle your fame exploding and your career exploding while navigating this relationship?
1: So he knew me when I went to my first, like, vocal lesson. Before I even met Tay, like, him and I were dating. Yeah. So he doesn't, like, he loves who I am, not what I do. So it's really Perfect. nice to, like, come mm-hmm. home and he just doesn't, like, he's proud, but he doesn't really care. Right. And, um, you know, he's, like, super supportive and everything. But for him, he's just, like go do your thing, like go do you. But I will say with being together for so long, we have figured out that both of us have amazing parents, but obviously every person goes through different childhood memories and things kind of pop up or things will trigger, Mm -hmm. you know, hard memories, great memories, you know, stuff like that. And so we have been figuring out like our seventh year, I feel like is all about digging that stuff up and like talking about it. Like I know like there's certain things that if I do, like it brings him back to his childhood of like really hurt things and I like can't do that like right like that's it's a trigger yeah, yeah. same with me but I I never really thought about that until like this year we've been just like sitting down with a bottle of wine and just doing the work out totally like doing the dirty work where you just get in there. and that's the one thing with like Instagram everyone's like Oh, relationship goals. I'm like, it's not relationship goals until you dig deep in there. Yeah. Amen to that. And so many people, I feel like,
0: don't do that with their relationship. Yes. And so then they end up being in love with this person. And obviously, some people, like, you date and it's not a match and you should break up. Right. Right. But if you go to the point where you're going the distance, you're thinking about marriage, you're in this thing to win it. I feel like so many people don't do that digging. Yeah. But really, that is what's going to, I feel like, save you in the long run because it's going to come out.
1: It's totally going to come out. Yeah. Love you know? so much
2: more than, like,
0: sex. Googly eyes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yes. Total. Sex, googly eyes, butterflies.
2: Like, and that, yes. That's also why Enneagram, Enneagram changed my life. Because when you're able, for me, if I was to, like, get in a disagreement with somebody, I would take everything that they said very personally, but, like, oh, like, I'm sensitive. That hurt my feelings. And I would make it all about me and not realizing that that's just their personality if they want to, Take things, you know what I mean. It's like not them; it's, it's them, not it's you. It has nothing to do with me. It's the, their view, do, do their you. perspective, their way of looking at things. It yeah. has nothing to do with me. And that was something about the enneagram that I've learned because I know my parents' enneagram, I know hers, I know, I know like my brothers. She'll, She'll be like, like "You're loved love at you, love you guys." I love that you guys did this. That's it's that. like changed my life, and I've been able to love people in a way that I've. Will, I've never been able to Because you're that. able to see how they You under, see, understand, yeah. understand
1: them and yeah. love and cherish them for all of their quirks. And realize yeah. yeah. that, that y'all important.
0: don't match on all and the same level. And you don't have to.
1: You know what? I feel like both of us have learned a lot the past couple years. And it, for me, this was really hard because I, like, grew up in Texas in a very conservative household. Like, my dad's very strong, like very very just like hard-headed like in a great way yeah but like just that texas man yeah that texas stubbornness all of in my family <laughs> but i have learned like make relationships with people that are opposite of you so like don't just hang out with people that are like you don't just hang out with cultures with you know with your career with whatever it right. is like mix it up always put someone different and new in your life and like try to learn from them because I I totally was guilty of just hanging out with people that were like me because I understood them exactly and then it didn't challenge you and yeah and then for us like going through as much as we've been through the past two years I was like I have to understand her like I know when I was hurting I needed to call her and tell her I was hurting and she listened to me and I was always like why didn't why isn't she telling me what's wrong and she's like the way that I deal is, like, yeah, she needs her time, and then she'll call me when it's you have to time. You fully exactly. process and oh, internalize it? Yeah. everything. So yeah. how? What is that? Like, what goes on when you're processing? So basically, mm,
0: like, what do you mean? Like, when something happens. Okay, so say something, something, happens, something happens that was not desirable. Say, mm-hmm. like, a big career speed bump happens. Totally. Totally. That, okay. like, you're not wanting to happen.
2: Yeah. Um. So immediately I go in my brain. I feel like it's, Maddie and I talk about this movie all the time, but Inside Out.
1: <laughs> yes, you have like, a kid's movie, Inside Out. No. Okay, see <gasps> It.
2: You have to okay, watch it. So it's a movie, and it's basically about this girl and all of the emotions that live inside your head. It sounds so crazy. Wow. I don't have a different personality. <laughs> but it's genius. We all have different totally personalities. Don't worry. So it's like all, it's like animated, and it's all the little like emotions in your head. So anger, um, happy, sad, hungry, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's easy for me to kind of go inside, because I can't, if someone says something to me, and I need to like respond in a very mature, kind smart way like i i can't do it right away i you have, to, to, I have to think about it i have to think of the best route like i analyze every situation mm-hmm. i'm like okay i could say this but then it might lead to this i could do this but then it might lead to that so i literally in my mind i have to go down every road and what it would look like long term before i react to anything i wish i did that me it too is. i'm just, just like,
1: like you're so smart you I'm just like no, you asshole <laughs> no. <laughs> no you're not ass- no i'm just kidding i'll just say it with a smile though i'll be like you're, you're an, an asshole, asshole. but it, but
2: in <laughs> the fault in that is it can make people think that I'm disinterested or that I'm not hurting cuz a lot yeah. of the times you probably thought that I like I don't feel the same way as oh, you Oh no, I, I just, knew but I was just, just like waiting but I just till you told me. Yeah, so a lot of the times it can make people think that I'm just a, like really upset or really angry or I don't care but the really reality has exploded <laughs> in, in reality I've exploded and once I figure out which lane I'm going to take mm-hmm. then I will react. I know you're freaking out and
0: you cannot wait to hear part two of Maddie and Tay. So y'all got to hang on till next week. But we're coming back with one more round of the incredible Maddie and Tay. And we're going to keep getting deeper and deeper into all of their world, all of their thoughts, how they cope, how they do this life. It's all coming at you next week. So we'll see you next week.